0: Welcome to What the Wealth, a financial planning and investment podcast for professionals and families to help you navigate life's financial transitions. Jonathan's mission is to facilitate the ability for you to plan for and create the life you love, free from anxiety about money. And now, here's your host, certified financial planner, Jonathan Bedner.
1: Hello, welcome to the 57th episode of What the Wealth. I'm your host, Jonathan Bedner. I'm a certified financial planner. I co-own Paradigm Wealth Partners with my father and I own What the Wealth. And today we're gonna talk about a question that's been coming up routinely from clients. They have this question around I-bonds. So today we're gonna address what are I-bonds and how do they work? So right out of the gate, I-bonds are sold by the United States government, you can go to treasurydirect.gov, and that's where you can access information in further detail around these I-bonds. And I'll make sure that I link to that here in the show notes. So, I-bonds sold by the federal government, these are a type of savings bonds that is, has an inflation component. So, actually, I-bonds have a fixed component, a fixed interest rate that they will pay you, but they also have an inflation component to it. And so part of their pricing on a yearly basis depends on what the inflation rate is. Now, I-bonds actually, they they change their inflation rate twice a year. So they'll give their inflation number on on May 1st and November 1st. So the current, as of this recording, inflation rate was just announced for these I-bonds. Uh, on May 1st, and that number came out to be 9.62%. So if you bought an I-bond on May 1st, 2022, this current year, then you're going to earn 9.62%. Now, there's a catch. That 9.62 is an annualized number. So if you own this bond for the entire year, but since they changed their I-bond pricing or their rate every six months, you're really only earning that 9.62 for a six-month period. So, to get the true earnings of that period, you need to divide that 9.62 by two for that six months. So, that gets you to 4.81. So, this bond will pay you 4.81% for a six-month period. And then in November 1st, when the new interest rate is announced, you will earn that percentage or half of that percentage. That's how you get your actual return. So the 9.62 that was just announced was the stated interest rate on the inflation, uh, non-inflation, but I bond. This is a, again, a savings bond. And so understanding how they price these bonds and the actual earnings you get on these bonds are very important. So just know when you see the 9.62, That would be an annualized rate, but you're really only earning that for six months. So You need to cut that in half. That's what you would earn. And then when they reprice on November 1st, then you would know what you would earn for the next six months. That is really key in understanding how these I-bonds work. The next thing to think about is how much you can purchase. There is a limit on how much you can purchase per year. That is $10,000 per person. So, husband and wife together could purchase $10,000 each for a total of $20,000. If you have a family, let's just say, for example, my family, we have uh, me and my wife, and we have two children, we could then purchase. $10,000 $10,000 for my children and gift that to them. So then we could purchase $40,000. So you just want to be aware that you're not getting this locked in forever. This 9.62 will change or the, the, the interest rate does change every six months. So, you know, I, I caution people to just try, instead of just trying to buy as much as they can, really try to think about how this fits in there financial plan? What's the reason behind it? Why do they want it? So, just something to consider. But there is a $10,000 maximum amount that you can contribute or you can use to purchase per year. Now, there is a little hack to that or caveat to that. You can purchase an additional $5,000 if you utilize a refund from your taxes. So, if you overpay your tax returns, or you get a tax refund, then you can use some of that money to purchase an additional $5,000 worth of these I-bonds. Again, this is all accessed through treasurydirect.gov. You can purchase paper bonds. Uh, Most people I've spoken with opt to purchase the E-bonds or the electronic versions of these I-bonds. Interest accrues, there's There's two ways for interest to accrue on these I-bonds. The first is a cash accrual method, which means the bonds pay interest, they reinvest themselves back into the bond, and you're not taxed on that money until you actually cash the bond in, and at which point all your earnings together would be taxed at one time. So, in theory, you could use this cash-based method. You could own this bond for five years. Let's just say you sell it five years from now. You could then, uh, once you cash it in in five years, you would be taxed on all your interest at one time at the point you sell that. You can also use the accrual method, which means you're paying taxes on the interest every year that you earn it. So this may soften the tax blow on the back end, but it does make it so that you're being taxed every year as you accrue that interest. So something to be, to be thoughtful of as you're thinking, again, how do these I-bonds play a role in your financial plan? What is the strategy? There is a lot of herd mentality around I-bonds and racing to buy them Last I saw, the uh, federal government had sold 11, I think it was $11 billion worth of these. So think of that at $10,000 a piece, you know, capped maybe 15, if you use the refund, there's a lot of people rushing in to buy these. So again, you just want to be thoughtful about how does this fit into your financial plan? The next thing to consider is the, the term, what you need to, how you, how long you need to keep these. So Some people think of these, well, my emergency fund is earning nothing, so I could just take some of this money, plop it over here into this I-bond, and I could earn, again, according to current amount, 9.62 versus virtually zero on my bank account. Sounds like a good place to park my emergency fund. Not so fast, my friend. The I-bond is locked in for one year, so when you buy it, you cannot sell that I-bond for one year, for 12 months. So you're locked in for a year. From there, now, let me take one step back. These bonds are 20-year bonds and have the ability to extend another 10 years. So think of these really as a 30-year bond where the where the interest rates change. You can't sell it at all within the first year after you've purchased it. You can start selling it after that. If you sell it after the one year holding period, you will be penalized or you will lose the three previous months of interest. So they do become liquid, but it does have a little bit of a penalty for cashing them in after that one year period. Little side note to think about for someone that does have a large emergency fund. Maybe you peel off. Let's just say someone has a fifty thousand dollars emergency fund. Maybe you peel off ten thousand to put in there. Or if you've got a hundred thousand dollars emergency fund as a husband and wife, maybe you peel off, you know, ten to twenty thousand dollars to put off in there. But it's important again to realize that you're not trying to lock up all of your emergency fund money. The emergency fund money is meant to be liquid, so that in case of an emergency. You've got access to funds, meaning if you lose a job, there's a medical event, something like that, you've got access to make sure that your bills get paid to kind of weather that storm. So this is not something that I'm recommending you use as a substitute for your emergency fund. But I do think there's some possibility for if you were overfunded in your emergency fund to possibly take a portion of that and sweep into here. Just as a consideration. Let's see what else we have. As I reflect, I mean, I think we've kind of covered everything. This is federally taxable. So um, I-bonds are exempt from state and local taxes, but it is a federal taxable interest that you earn. So that is something else to consider. This is not a tax-free bond. There's a lot of confusion around those. Well, this is a federal bond issued by the government. That's tax-free. Those are a different kind of bonds. And so this is taxable. The interest that you earn is taxable by the federal government. So again, that's just something to be aware of. So that is the skinny on I-bonds. If you have questions, I would love to help you reach out to me. Again, I do not sell these I-bonds, but I'm here to help and be a resource. So if you have questions, I'm happy to talk about these I-bonds and how they work. Again, treasurydirect.gov is a great place to to see how these I-bonds work, get more information. I'll have some of those in the show notes. Uh, I appreciate you listening to episode 57 of the What the Wealth podcast. If you haven't already, subscribe, and we'll see you on episode 58. Thank you. Have a great day. Create the life you love.
0: Thank you for joining us on What the Wealth. For more information, get in touch with Jonathan at whatthewealth.com. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any information that can help you create the life you love.